What's going on, everybody? This is the What's Really Going On podcast. Really sounds so dry. What's <laughs> good, bro? This is the really pop. What's going on? My bad. I fucked yeah. up. This was. It's the What's Really Going On podcast episode four. Henry Woods in the building. Noah Lyons, we've been back at it last time, eight months ago, in the school of at Howard University. We couldn't get the jump to work. We recorded. We graduates now, you know what I'm saying? Facts, I love facts, this. facts, facts. So what's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? All right, man. So we had a we had a Google Doc that had a bunch of stuff on it. Henry and I have been working on a bunch of different stuff. Projects. We got some coming to y'all. You know, yeah, you know. yeah. So we're going to try to make this a, a, a at least a bi-weekly, bi-monthly you know, monthly joint. Because we're Something. busy, you know. No, not even. But, but besides that. Yeah, so we got so there's a lot of stuff been going on since the eight months uh, since we brought this to y'all. Uh, so we'll start off with the with the dreamers, man. So 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 tell me what you put in the Google Doc. <laughs> The dreamers. Uh, so basically, that's like immigrants who came to uh, America who got citizenship through like getting uh, a visa for education or whatever. Uh, and like basically, Trump is a pill- pillar it, um, and it's supposed to end what March? March fifth. Yeah, March fifth. Uh, so yeah, I think that's kind of like unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> you know, to say lightly, because I mean, yeah, I mean, you said it because these were all. So imagine. For everyone who's listening, imagine if your parents came from Mexico or from any foreign country and they brought you, you to know, America. Mexico, no. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Bad hombres. Um, <laughs> so imagine if your parents brought you from a foreign country when you were young, you didn't have any input over where you went. So these, these people are called dreamers because basically they're granted the right of so-called citizenship, even though they might not be technically, quote-unquote, documented. Um... Dreamers are basically everyday people, everyday citizens. A lot of them graduated from college, served in the military. Um, so yeah, so Trump is trying to basically get them out. As of now, they say there are eight hundred thousand. Uh, that's a, that's, a, that's a large yeah. amount of people. That's the population of maybe two cities of Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta's not that big. Um, no, nah, so I mean, so I mean, so. What do you think about this? Because it seems like um, the there's supposed to be a the government runs out of money on December eighth, which is next week. Yeah, they're trying to do a government shutdown. Yeah, right? so it seems like um, Democrats are basically saying we're not going to fund the government unless you include um, some type of law that includes stuff for the Dreamers. But it seems like Trump doesn't want to do that. Do you think that is worth? Um, trying to possibly have a government shutdown for? Because I've heard both sides. I mean, <laughs> these people do like kind of deserve the same amount of like benefits or yeah. citizenship that we do as Americans because they live here. Uh, I mean, you've allowed them to be here for this long, so there's no point in like, I guess. Trying to kick them out. Yeah, because uh, that's going to take a lot of, you know what I'm saying, I guess police enforcement. Yeah, yeah it's going to take a lot of immigration enforcement the, yeah, to get them out. Uh, the, processes and then you're gonna have a lot of them attempting to like I guess go through lawyers or lawmakers because if you're one of them why would you go because I know like especially the dreamers who are our age are saying like I came here when I was three I don't I barely I barely I barely speak Spanish I don't have all my family's here right I don't know anything about it yeah it's like basically you're setting me in a place I have like no real relationship to Mm -hmm. so that's something 
um, to keep out for. That should be interesting, especially over the next week, uh, if Democrats can get that done. Um, so the next thing, um, and this is uh, what we call food for thought. This is all ideas brought to you by the previously mentioned Henry D. Woods. Um, yeah, I had to put the middle name in there. I'm sorry. Um, so the next thing I have is White House has to be contained, looking for leadership elsewhere. Under that, uh, we have Muslim tweets. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, to give some context, uh, Trump, who is um, you know rising on the ranks of of you know Twitter profiles, um, blue check verified, you know all that stuff. Um, so. He basically tweeted out, um, I think he retweeted, yeah, he retweeted um, someone who, from London, who had lost their spouse um, due to a terrorist incident, uh, or not incident, due to a terrorist attack in London. So this person was basically retweeting um, what anyone would probably call um, ISIS propaganda. A lot of people have been calling it Muslim propaganda, but we're going to try to distinguish the two because the two aren't the same. Um, So he's basically adding fuel to the fire, and it seems like every intelligence agency or people who deal with, you know, um, you know, who deal with terrorist organizations abroad say that, you know, um, the worst way to fight this is to promote ideology like this because then you're 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 giving it a voice, you're giving it power. Um, so what do you think? Because this is like really crazy to have the president basically because he's you know he's retweeted stuff. He's from, basically saying he condone it. <clears throat> basically, yeah. Because the video was like. Um, a young Muslim, somebody getting assassinated or something yeah, like that. Yeah, basically. And, bruh, like, the person who posted it was of, like, a, 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 a extremist group. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so it's like the equivalent of if, I mean, he probably, I mean, like he has Like, worse than the KKK in the article it said that. Uh, so it's kind of like, why? Speaking on the fact that the White House needs to get, like, contained, like... <clears throat> I thought when he became president, somebody in the White House was gonna say, "Hey, would God, check him like, hey, he can't your phone, <laughs> like." But that's yeah. literally like he updates us more than the news. I feel like like this man like every day. Like I don't even follow him on Twitter, nothing. Yeah, but he's always on my timeline. I understand he's the leader of the free world. But it says though, because like you know, like I mean, he's not even. I mean, one is the fact that like he's tweeting stuff that's not like. All the time. Yeah, or like not even stuff like, hey, like I'm working on this, or like, hey, um, I'm meeting with this person today. He's or like, just like, he, he's cooking. I mean, he's like, cooking, like calling people names. But right. it's the fact that like, he's going on rants, right? yeah, I mean, like he's giving all this stuff power because if you're, um, you know, someone who is possibly being recruited by one of these groups, because that's how they do all their recruiting now is online. So if you're one of these people who might sympathize with the group, they're saying, like, hey, look at the president. He's out here calling us out. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, we already have, you know, bad feelings about the West, the Western culture, about America. We already don't like Trump. And look at what he's saying to us. He's coming at us and trying to call us bad people. Mm-hmm. So you should join up. Like, that's like, like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, it's not even like a kind of thing of, like, be the bigger person. Because it's not like being the bigger person against who. It's like, dude, like. Re- like hold back, like restrain yourself. <laughs> like yeah, he has no filter, bro. Nah, like, he could. It's, it's like it's like we're in a reality show all the time, bro. And I'm just yeah, tired of it. Like, Can I turn my TV off? Like basically, like you gonna wake up one day, like oh, oh Obama, okay. Not, like this <laughs> Flynn situation. 
Oh yeah, good, 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 good transition. That really just happened. Like it's like, will he or will he not get impeached now? Because yeah, basically, so Flynn give us the juice. <laughs> like what's yeah, good. So basically, what Henry's talking about now is something that actually dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so Michael Flynn, he's the former um, national security advisor, which is a big position in any um, White House. So he he's was like involved. The man under the. VP, no, yeah. Not necessarily under the VP, but he's like all the national security information regarding to domestic stuff, international stuff. The national security advisor is like the lead person who filters that information to the president. So like the national security advisor is getting information from like Department of Defense, the Pentagon, CIA, FBI, and he's that one person who's like, here's what you really need to know. You're hearing different stuff from CIA head, FBI head, Department of Defense. Here's... Here's what it really is. So he's like the, the filter, basically. Mm-hmm. So he was in the Trump campaign. He was calling for Hillary Clinton to be locked up during the RNC. So basically, <laughs> he spoke to the FBI. Mm-hmm. And it came out yesterday that he pleaded guilty mm-hmm. to lying to the FBI, mm-hmm. which was already known. But it seems like, and here's the main thing, it seems like, um, here's what I have down, that his contact with Russia, because he talked to Russia before they yeah. were actually in the White House, that his contacts with Russia were led by a senior transition official. Hmm. So that can either be maybe like three people. <laughs> <laughs> Who you thinking? Jared Kushner, his son-in-law. Mm-hmm. It might be Steve Bannon, who's no longer in the White House. I don't think it was him. He's probably number third on my choice. And the another choice is our president himself. I mean, I think it was him anyway. I I think it was Kushner, but I think I think we're seeing how this timeline is going. Is that earlier there was a another staffer who pleaded guilty in July, uh-huh. and that like recently came out a couple weeks ago. Then it was Manafort, um, his campaign chairman, who was basically he's like he's he's cooked, he's mm-hmm. he's done. So it seems like Flynn has flipped. So it seems like Flynn is gonna. Get like, the next yeah, guy, and the yeah, next yeah, guy yeah. is gonna get. It just keeps on like uh, a chain reaction. Chain reaction, because because uh, <clears throat> Flynn's gonna sing. He's singing but, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he's definitely. I mean, like he's, when they get, it seemed like when they get him pleaded, bro. was like, what's good? I'm ready to tell all. Like, tell all, like. Oh, uh, and it's funny because I guess I appreciate. I guess how the media or the government itself is being so open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like hiding. Yeah, because you know a lot of this stuff is like hidden from us, and we don't really know what's going on, what's not going on. Um, But I mean, if this is us on the route to getting Trump unleashed, because I can't stand him for another what? Now what? Three years years off? Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I don't. Who knows? Like, basically, and I was listening to someone else say this. um, It was basically like now we're really gonna know what happened like mm-hmm. even if trump didn't do what you know all the collusion well, stuff yeah, we'll yeah, actually yeah, find that out now because like i think you know at the end of the day as bad as we want trump out we do want the truth even though it might not have been trump orchestrating it it might have been someone else he's so close to they need to get out so yeah because people be sending white house emails from their personal emails and stuff and like, then and then they delete them right and they ain't going to jail. i'm deleting all the evidence <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> Um, all right, so that was that was the food for thought. Um, so now we're gonna go into kind of our big uh, our big topic. So the first one is the ball out the park. The, it's the big gun. It's the big gun. The pink do rag. You stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
um, recently a lot of stuff has been happening with um, sexual assault allegations and truths that have come out against a lot of people in um, the media, entertainment. The first kind of big domino was Harvey Weinstein, who does mm-hmm. the Weinstein companies, and he's um, like a like the premier movie executive. He was the first domino, and ever since that, a lot well, of other people. Like, Charlie, just in the media alone, Charlie Rose um, from CBS, Matt Lauer from NBC. Those are like two of the big morning show hosts in America. Um, also, you know, people like Russell Simmons have also been. <sighs> Accused of stuff, and he had to step down from his company. He, he um, stepped down. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, so he got out the way. It's um, a list of Matt Lauer, yeah, Lauer, NBC. You got Charles Rose, CBS, Glean Thrush. Yeah, I think he's. Um, I think he was CNN. <laughs> yeah, we said Russell, Jeffrey Tom, uh, Tomber. Tomber, I don't know who that is. Oh, he's an actor. Yeah. Oh, he's an actor. Yeah, it's a, it's a Al. So yeah, so then there are other people in politics too, um, such as Al Franken, John Conyers, who we'll talk about. Um, and there was another member from Texas who, um, this happened actually last night. Um, he had to pay out a settlement to someone over um, sexual misconduct in the workplace. So, um, and I think the the interesting thing is I think in. One, we can talk, we can start in kind of in politics and then kind of get to a broader sense. Um, I heard someone say, like, all, all the people in the media, like Harvey Weinstein is like losing his star. He's like, basically, they're pulling him out of everything. Charlie Rose got fired. Matt Lauer got fired. All these people, like, Russell Simmons had to step down. It seems like in politics, all those people who have all these allegations are staying in their role. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all the people who have been accused, like Al Franken, he's still in Congress. John Conyers, I think he's going to be gone. We'll talk about that in a second. Well, we know why he's I mean, he, he, gone. Yeah, we can talk about that. And then, like the guy Roy Moore, the Senate candidate from Alabama, who's basically like a pedophile. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Trump being president. And Trump, and Trump had at least, you know, I mean, he's the P-word grabber in the literal, in right. the literal sense. Like, that was documented. And... Countless of women came out and said, "Like, no, this he has done things." Right. <laughs> like, oh. So how do we? I mean, like, especially in the I political mean, side. Today, in the society today, in general, it's always a sticky topic. We was kind yeah, of speaking guess, yeah. on it um, at work yesterday yeah. or something, um, and it's kind of just like, don't like crucify me. But yeah. it's gonna turn into a victim blaming situation in the sense of like all these people are just gonna come out and <clears throat> like it was like Howard when it was just like a, uh, uh, again like I guess chain effect of people just saying oh this happened this happened this happened yeah you know, all these people are being like blamed for whatever reasons and then like what, like John Conyers' son kind of like defended him a bit saying like. He automat his dad was automatically looked like bad upon because like this is not a part of his character and blah blah blah. But um, I personally feel like I mean it's case by case. Yeah. Um, because yeah. sex and any sense of how you're having it is is risky. Uh, yeah, like it's it's a, it's a like it's, it's actually very tough. Like yeah. I think. Um, and especially like as men, like this, like for us, like this is like a hard conversation to come to because exactly. I think we don't, like we don't know the answer. And, and, and I think and like you, if you say what you like, well, not how you honestly feel, but like if you say, but you don't want to come off as insensitive right, to the right, issue right, because right. I think, and I think that's kind of, and I think that's the struggle because I think, um, 
like you said, like like you can see it from both sides. Like you want to say like, like of course, like we would both agree. Like this behavior, like this behavior is not it's like it's, it's not acceptable, yeah, yeah. especially from people in power. Which is why I think that you know a lot of the people, especially in the government, I think they should step aside. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that that's you know especially you know given that there are leaders in literally a political sense and to vote on behalf of us, those values don't match up, especially in that sense. But I think it's tough because I think, um, like, as men, like, trying to find a solution because, of course, you and I can sit here and talk about, like, okay, like, we don't, like, we're not walking around in our boxers telling women to come here while we're sitting naked in our office or nothing like that. Like, we're not engaging in that behavior, but it's the kind of thing of, like, how do you... It's almost like kind of like a racial sense from like kind of like if a white person was talking about race, like how do we, like if white people were talking about like how do we help the race issue? I kind of feel like that same way in, in terms of like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm struggling to find my place because it's kind of like the thing of where we know it's wrong, but how do you, like as men, like how do we take that first step in changing the culture? I think is it either talking about this issue more with men and just trying to. That's so, like kind of like what we're doing. Like, like we're trying dialogue. to figure out our opinion um, about this. Well, not our opinion. We know where we stand, but just how do we? Move yeah, forward it's like sexual education in any sense is like important. It's key. Yeah, um, and I guess especially if you're a man in power, it could like easily go out the window. Um, yeah, because people yeah. how you particularly play the game because you can you get can away with more. Get away with a lot yeah. more. And you can kind of like, I guess, manipulate any type of situation. But like, particularly to like the entertainment industry, I'm confused or not confused, or I kind of get like, I take a step back, or yeah. kind of like, hmm, it makes me think a bit when some of the females or a lot of the females um, kind of are like, well, I couldn't say anything because I wanted the job. It's kind of like, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, so. Yeah. It it to me. Again, it's case by case, but a way of solving it is having females feel, I mean, you can't feel comfortable because you go through a whole stage of, like, depression and all of that shit stuff. Yeah, like, stuff that we wouldn't even even know about. Yeah, I wouldn't even know about, like, particularly, but, like, it's hard to say what the solution is because you can't make a man do anything, uh, anything. You can talk about it all day, but I think a good... Thing would be to like make like sexual education like these types of conversations mandatory yeah yeah like I know um like even though I don't think it's something we're gonna do that much like I know the house representatives they're like implementing like a mandatory training but I think like in workplace right, in the workplace but I think yeah. like in the workplaces they need to like at least have these dialogues but I also think like it can't just start like in the workplace like that's something that like has to go down to like schools too like schools yeah. need to do more stuff with Sexual education, because not a lot of schools are doing that. that yeah, I think it's like if anything, it starts like when you're young, like fall less and less into the this generation. Whew. Yeah, no, so but, but 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 like that's what it gets to. It's almost like, um, especially for our generation as twenty two year olds, it's kind of like we see kind of like the way we grew up, and we see how you know we have little cousins and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just kind of like a training thing. Like if you keep telling them like no, like this behavior that that this this like that's a no go. Mm-hmm. If you keep telling them that then maybe stuff like that will change. But I also think that it's key for, like, um, I think even though this is, like, a lot and it's, like, very overwhelming, I think this will be, like, a key moment because I think that anyone who wants to kind of engage in that, like, 
really bad behavior knows like no you got another thing coming to you like if you do this yeah this is the outcome like you're done i definitely see i appreciate how uh it's coming to light yeah Um, like you guys like i'm glad people like even though i can understand like just how hard that is and how women will struggle like sharing their truth i'm glad they're doing it now because then it's like no, like people need to know, like yeah, this person who's like, out here. Now people can take a stance and try to do things to. Yeah, support. and it's also for men to know, like right, if you do right, this, right. you you gone. Yeah, like it's right. it's no if it's like we're not gonna deliberate it. Like Matt Lauer just got fired. Like they didn't even like Talking deliberate it. Yeah, it's right. like we found out what happened. We this investigated it. it you gone. So hopefully right. that'll be um that'll be a good first step. Um, y'all let us know what. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna be talking about this issue a lot because. Uh, I think the at, list is at, just gonna continue to pile up. At, at, at this rate, it's it's about two a week going down. So we'll probably <laughs> talk man? about it. Hopefully, uh, it won't be nobody uh, too bigger than me and Henry will to <laughs> shed a tear over. Um, so next thing, uh, we talked about the Flynn thing that dropped yesterday in the Food for Thought. Um, yesterday at two a.m. in the morning, the mm. Republican uh, in the Senate uh. they passed the uh, a tax plan. Um, that is labeled as tax reform, but do not be confused. It is a tax cut. Um, For rich people. Yes, that is a clear uh, distinction. So um, I think even though the bill is like really long and they change it a lot, I think we're going to try to talk about like how it affects people like our age and like millennials and stuff like that. Because they had like a few points that like, Remaining yeah, definitely, especially with like private education, and yeah, how they're gonna like look at it now, yeah. Um, I, that's what I was like kind of confused about because basically, they're gonna say like your education, whatever loan, or like how much it costs it's taxable. a year, it, yeah, it's, it's taxable, taxable, so that you're saying that's my income, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, so that's the tuition waiver joint. So, if you're a graduate student, um, so like my girlfriend Bria, shout out to her, farm from school, boom, <laughs> popping, shout out. Um, so like if she got a tuition waiver, which is basically like you get money for either teaching or doing research on behalf of your institution or for even like a loan type thing. Then they're basically saying that that's income. Whatever you get, we can then tax that. So it's basically saying like, oh, if you're, it's almost like if when we were in undergrad, if Howard was, if they were like, oh, you get a refund, we're going to tax that. No, I'm here. Like, you'd be like, what are you doing? Like, that's that's crazy. Like, like, how would you do that? Because like, when did I make how it was with fifty thousand a year almost. I never made. Well, never mind. <laughs> Actually, but we're not talking about this. The point here is, if I want when I go to law school, that's gonna be like a hundred thousand dollars a year. I I hopefully will make that eventually. But at that point, I wouldn't be if yeah. somebody taxed that is ridiculous. Even like, that's yeah. another way the government just like. Getting money out of our pocket, like, but how much they take taxes now is crazy, and we might not even have social security. Like, what? Yeah, no, no, because like, imagine if you were like a TA in like your law tours class, right? And they're like, we're gonna give you ten thousand, and you're and like, you gonna tax it? No, eighty one hundred. You like that's twenty percent of what of I like what I barely like, have. What? That's crazy. Um, so that's the first thing. That's crazy. Um, the second thing, which is what a lot of people, some people have talked about, others really haven't, um, is that. Apparently, for now, medical expenses, they're yeah. trying to do stuff where you can't write write that off. So yeah, because, like, that's, that's what was confusing me. Because, like, last year was kind of, I think, my first time getting one in the mail for my medical, uh, yeah. you know, my medical care. Yeah. Uh, so, that was weird. And, like, they didn't repeal it, right? 
Yeah. So basically, um, like, so you went to the hospital last year. So basically, if for anyone listening, if you went to the emergency room or if you had, um, like, if you you know had a fractured arm and you had to get a sling on that, um, especially as young people for what we make now, we would be able to write that off as a medical deduction, meaning that they look at that your expense of what you paid for your personal health, and they basically say that we cannot, we're not going to tax you on that expense. So you can basically, we're going to lower your tax bill because you had a medical expense. Right. It's kind of like giving you almost like a benefit for having a personal injury. They're basically saying like, no, you can't write off medical expenses, which is kind of like what Henry was talking about, how it favors the rich. If you really need to write off a medical expense, you're not anyone, if you're in the upper class, you either have that a really good health plan or you don't need to write it off. Right. But if you're people, you money to cover it. yeah, but if you're, you know, if you're not even, doesn't even have to be like a single mom or like a working family. If you're just a young person trying to start your first job and you're making, you know, $37,000, $30,000 a year, you might, if you hurt yourself, and you really might, it's in your benefit to write that off. Yeah, because you can possibly get something, man, because... Especially if you don't have hospital, let me tell it's, you. It's expensive. It is expensive. Whew. And especially if you don't, if you aren't, and that gets to the whole ACA thing, if you're not provided health insurance, yeah, you then you really need to write that off because then that just balloons into something totally else. Does it touch... I didn't see it in, when I was reading about it, but it doesn't say any uh, touch on anything about job coverage or healthcare. Does Not it? yet. The only thing I know is that. Um, but it's going to be a lot of revisions because we don't, now yeah. the house and the Senate. Then it have to get together, and that might be a total crapshoot. But, um, and this is one thing that should be interesting, um, which we'll keep an eye out for you guys. Um, the Senate bill included a repeal to the individual mandate. So that's basically the law that requires you to have. Like health insurance, insurance yeah. yeah and it's kind of almost like the same thing for employers to give it to you so if they appeal if they repeal that at least 13 what the congressional budget office said was that at least 13 million people would be without insurance so that's a big thing and that also plays into the medical deduction so we will keep into that and probably by the next time we'll actually know what's in the bill since it was passed literally at like 2 a.m it was passed when the freaks are out at night <laughs> Uh, um, so the next big topic I just have literally down um, as Trump versus black people um, Trump versus everybody everybody. can we get that out of the shirt Trump versus everybody Trump versus black people that would be yeah, pause. Really <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so, so, so keep an eye out for that graphic designers hit us up um, so yeah, so when we literally when we have we have a Google Doc where we talk about or not even when we talk about where we just kind of throw in topics that we think are relevant. Henry, did I put this in? Or you put you, you you put this one in. I think you did. Did you put in the top or because? <laughs> I mean, I just made the no. Links. Literally, uh, it has Trump versus black people. Henry put in Lavar Ball, constant uh, the President constant Obama attack on Barack Obama, John Lewis. You have Steph Curry, J- the ESPN host. I don't know how to correctly <laughs> pronounce her name, but it's just like Jamila Hill, Marshawn Lynch, the NFL comments in general. Um, and yeah, like that's, that's seven. That's seven. It's gotta continue like pile up, you know. Um, and it's problematic because like what? What's up? Like what's the good? Yeah, bro? yeah. Like pull like, up. What's like, good? Hey, like what you trying to do? I heard you talking about me. Like what's, what's good? Because I pull up down the street and with your roaches and rats. Because I read the article. But <laughs> um, besides that, no. Nah, so I think um, I think like when I, I like I really try to like to think about 
um, like what you put in because I think it's like a real interesting thing like where I think he's going at like a select people where it's, it's, he's kind of trying to make the narrative which you know Republicans kind of do by dog whistle but he's just kind of just saying it mm-hmm. where it's kind of like the he's attacking people who don't not, not even people who don't need him but who are quote unquote like successful or who have established something like um, Jamel Hill of ESPN, she's been very critical of Trump and has been unafraid to say it. She has her own media platform. She's been critical of like N- NFL players, NBA players, players who have their own statue. And in the literal sense, people who don't like need any type of validation from him. But right. then it's the kind of thing of where he's trying to make it seem like, oh, like with LeVar Ball, like even though I'm not like his biggest fan, it's, uh, <laughs> which is like I'll, I'll be honest, like did you see the interview? That was, that was a mess. Bro. That was actually a mess. Um, with Chris Cuomo, we can put that in a link. Right. It's very funny, but it's that's terrible. Um, but his son got arrested in China for shoplifting, um, and then his son and the th- the two other UCLA the UCLA players when at the press conference they actually said like I thank President Trump and the U.S. government for stepping in on my behalf. Then Trump, I don't get. I guess he didn't. For no reason. I guess he didn't watch that. And then he was like, "Oh, Levar Ball didn't." Leandro's father, like he didn't thank me. The like Like, his son, like like he said. Did you think the doctor for uh, pulling you out your mom because? But like that's the thing. It's kind of like, oh, or it's the kind of thing that like people often try to do. It's like, oh, I'm doing these. You know, people a favor, right? And that's how he's trying to make it seem like I'm doing these people like, a favor. Like, yeah, it's I like, mean, honestly, I, my brushing me shot like whatever kids would be that I don't know. But if you're just gonna do it, do it out of kindness of your heart. Don't uh, kind of like. But that's what this, you should do. Like, right. It's not like oh, if this is like another. I mean, clearly he's trying to get the implication of like these black and like he's been using and a lot of people especially with the NFL comments are like oh they're just ungrateful they're unworthy it's like the kind it of thing like, like you're they're, not they're, they're how he like the terminology he uses when he speaks about uh, black African American people is kind of like slavery almost like you're less than yeah. he it's speaks like, of look us how good like, you've got right, like right. especially you like, athlete wow, like, you're, like yeah like these sons of like yeah, it's what? like yeah, it's like be grateful for all that we've given you. Right, kind of and like Bernie need to get on somewhere. Like for real, um, that's why I, I love how a lot of women in Congress are stepping up. And yeah, speaking yeah, they're like him. yeah. Um, so that's something powerful. Um, but I definitely think at this position and how America is kind of like the state that we're in. Us as a community, we have to start actually supporting. And meaning the things that we kind of protest for and stand for, yeah. all of that, because it's like a facade, uh, yeah. almost sometimes because it's not true or we don't fight it for the long term. Yeah, um, and we're never gonna get anywhere. Um, and especially when it comes to politics, like in, in Atlanta right now, they have a runoff uh, between Keisha Lance Brown. No, I said her name. Yeah. It's, it was a it was a black woman and a, and a white woman. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So like, um, and and that would be if the I, I'm sorry I'm, I hate to call it a white woman, but if she won, that would be Atlanta's first non-black mayor. And like, which is like a huge years, yeah, yeah, like a huge step for that city. That's crazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, I, I think like you we can view this as like Trump versus black people, but it's also like kind of like we're not, we can't just let him just say all. We actually right. have to like flip that script and be like, and you know what? We're going to be stubborn enough to right. be like, we're going to send four more black people to come. Right. It's like, we're going to actually right. like support these causes that we're going for. And I think that's a good transition to the Kaepernick thing 
Um, so I think um, recently, last month, Kaepernick was uh, one of the four people who was um, GQ citizens of, citizens of the year. Um, yeah, shout out to him. So that's a big. The the photo shoot was really nice. So I think um, we're just gonna try to like unpack his legacy because I think that that's a to me it's clear like he's not playing in the NFL again. I don't. I'm kind of mad. suit for collusion against yeah, the NFL. I think yeah, he did. Um, we'll see how that turns out. But I'm the more the more I'm removed, the more I think he's removed from football, the less I think he actually even wants to, to play. play like at this point, at this point, I think he's just yeah. it's more. I think he knows what he's going to mean. Um, so I think like how do we how should we view him? I mean, I think that it's the kind of thing of like um, I think he's going to be one of like the few athletes. Um, because I think one for black people, politics and sports have always been intertwined. Like it's never like people have been like, oh, like the two don't mix. Like no, like for us, it's always it's, uh, it's always to. been or not even just sports. Anybody on a larger platform in our community, I feel like it's you, tied by yeah, the blackness. But you have to speak on certain stuff because yeah. no, we don't have those people. Elsewhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, what else are you there for? Like, they're on yeah, that platform to be right. able to communicate with right. the masses. Yeah. So like, like, you didn't do this for yourself. I hope not. Um, and I respect him a thousand percent for doing that and, and like, continuing to do it. Like, yeah, because he could have easily faded. That's and what been I like, mean. Like, somebody fine. for longevity. Uh, so that is a person I would look back or want history to look back on and say, wow, like, this is yeah. a person that really stood for black civil rights and was yeah. for his people. Um, so like I res- again respect him yeah. um, and his legacy. I hope to, for it to continue to grow and thrive and be prosperous because like again this goes to speak to like longevity and the young white civil rights activists. Yeah. He's like a serious candidate uh, or like you want to say the new age Malcolm X or whatever. You yeah, he's really like doing it. stuff now. He's doing things in our community that are effective. Like you can put him up like. Him, chance, like those are people that. And I would, I, I would almost say he's doing more than chance. Yeah, he really. Is. I mean, both, both are doing. I mean, both Excellent are doing incredible names, stuff. Right, but I, I mean, said, chance is giving away like million right. checks. So I can't even say I that. I just but. spoke of that name just to say like those yeah. are people that are young, um, in our like generation that can like who are speaking but also right, active. right, yeah. right, and that can influence others to do the to same. do the same. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, I mean, cause like, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, like he's literally just giving his money away. <laughs> like he's like, I, my he's thing is like, like open bread? about it. I mean, I know he got bread, but my thing, like, where, like couple ten years, bro, where you, where he, where's his income? Like that's what I'm he's thinking. Fine. What's He'll next for him? I. That's the thing, and I think that's not. It's not something that I can struggle with. But I think it's something that's gonna be really interesting to watch because I think he's he's one of those few people who gave up. Almost like Muhammad Ali, even though I think they're very similar in the sense of like, for us especially as Black people, you a lot of our seen him like an award. Yeah, uh, in Muhammad Ali. Yeah, name. yeah, in his name. But like a lot of like when even when because Muhammad Ali he didn't fight for three years because he was like I'm not going to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So he gave up like his like people think like Muhammad Ali's the greatest like no like you ain't even like no hat like he could have been even better because he basically gave up his late twenties to be like nah I'm not That's I'm not doing this so I think. For him, and I think people often try to paint this rosy image of Muhammad Ali now, but at the time, he was hated. He was like Very this draft dodger. Yeah. He's out here talking about the you know the white devil, and he's a Muslim. Like mm-hmm. at the time, he was hated. And I think even though I don't think Kaepernick is 
I think he's disliked. I think he's hated in certain pockets of America. But I think that Overall, in twenty right. in yeah. twenty years, that even like in twenty years, oh, I think yeah, history is yeah, going to yeah. speak Definitely. so well of him just as someone who was like, you know what, I'm willing to risk it all. And I think I struggled with it because at first I was like, this is at the blue. I don't know how real he is about this. Because it came out, it's not like he said anything before he kneeled. It was just like he that kneeled. Was, that is true, but I but guess like, the I, thing, but I'm, it's that's wrong. the thing that's yeah. weird about it now because before he did that. He had no other history of this. No, and then that the time period he did it was weird because it was a lot of black like entertainers or whatever speaking out against like all the police shootings yeah. and he, like yeah. police brutality as a whole and then. He kind of like transitioned into a whole different thing. Yeah, a whole different sphere. Right. Yeah. Um, so now, like, I'm just kind of observing all the energy that's going on around those specific topics and subjects and what's going to happen um, because, like, it's kind of calm besides him right now. Like, yeah, the yeah. Dylan thing has become a trend almost. And so that's why I'm curious to see what's next. Yeah, I mean, it's become. I mean, first it was like, yo, what, like, what's up? Like, this right. Is, but I think now it's just become a general symbol which gets people talking, which I think is good. So I think, um, so read the GQ piece. It's really good because um, he's literally just throwing his money away, like Henry said. Um, <laughs> so the last topic, which you will hear us, so we so we finished with the big topics. This is uh, what will probably be the goofball five minutes of us trying to explain to you all what net neutrality no, uh, is. Okay, so um, I wasn't, Planning on talking about this, Henry threw this in the Google Doc, and I had okay, this is why I threw this. So I was on Twitter and like fake news, not fake news, <laughs> real news. I don't know, but I see this thing that basically says like Google and Netflix and all these people can charge us now. It's basically like a subscription um, for the internet. For the internet, <laughs> and it's like, dang, bro, y'all already, I already have paid for this but I mean it's kind of the same as these like Apple TV or Hulu or yeah. whatever the case would be so it's weird yeah um, um, so that's why I brought it up cause somebody so what, added me on Twitter what's good last year you're gonna drop it right oh last King Henry you know um so what <laughs> we're talking about um it's called net neutrality so this was a 2015 um Obama era rule for the SEC which is um the Federal Communications Commission and they're the one who regulates communications it's like you know phone um, pretty much, I mean, it's like phone, electricity, all that kind of stuff that allows us to communicate with each other. Um, so basically, they implemented this rule that basically says um, that high-speed internet has to be used or has to be operated as a public utility. So that means that internet has to be delivered at the same rate. There's a very good video that we watched on the New York Times that kind of explains it in a deeper meaning in the sense of that it compares your, your internet downloads to packages in the sense that um, wherever you are, or in theory, wherever you are, if you downloaded, um, let me see. He used Netflix. Yeah, I do use Netflix. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so like if you downloaded um, the new series on Netflix, which I want to watch, She's Gotta Have It by Spike Lee. If you downloaded that entire season, Spike Lee, 48 Acres and a Mule, will pay me. Um, so if me and Henry downloaded that in two different parts of the country, we should be able to receive those episodes at the same equal rate. What um, the Trump administration is trying to do, they're basically saying, like, no, this is against kind of like the capitalist system of where you should have to pay to get a higher speed download for your Internet to, for certain content. So basically um, what Internet providers are saying is that this is an overreach by government and that we should be able to charge more people for higher speed downloads. 
So basically, the fear is among kind of the general public is that um, basically internet will be provided to the few, and they can regulate content. So if you want to download certain content, it might be harder to download. So basically, it's saying that if you're of a certain status or economic class, you can basically get like unfiltered access and high speed downloads. But if you don't have the financial ability, you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> like that, I mean, that's my that's our best. We literally sat for like fifteen minutes <laughs> trying to explain this. It's like it's like a, I mean, it's a big thing. Like it's it's one of those things that like will be said like oh net neutrality, but yeah. it's but people don't actually like. Explain it. We're trying to, and we still suck at it. <laughs> so I mean, like, but, oh, but that's like a big yeah. thing. Like that's why elections matter because, like, the pre- and this is like Congress doesn't have anything to do with this. This is because the SEC is a organization, not even an organization. They're an agency yeah. under the executive branch, which is the president. So it's literally an executive, not even an executive order. It's just like it's like an admit. <laughs> shout out to uh, who, who's our uh, administrative law law guy. Um, what's his name? Flipping. Who? Abby and I. Oh, yeah. you told my uh, Hamill. Hamill, yeah. Shout out to him. We're going to stun this joke. Um, <laughs> so it's almost it's basically like an administrative law rule where they're basically saying we're changing our basically administration of the law. Mm-hmm. So that is something um, I encourage you all to read because we can't read it and figure out really what the hell is going on. Um, Simple form. They're trying to charge you twice. It's collusion. 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 <laughs> Impeachment. Um, yeah, so before we do this, Henry, uh, this is just kind of off the top. You got anything that you want the people uh, to look out for before we do this next one? You got any future news you think will drop or anything you want people to look out for, whether it's a mixtape dropping, a movie, <laughs> any news you think is relevant? Um, uh, nah, I'm just curious to see how this like whole Russian contact with the Trump administration. Yeah, because you, know, you know if 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 that was us, ooh, we'd be singing. Whole, oh, yeah. Hey, whole case would be over in two months. Um, right. so I guess what I want people to look out for. Um, we're not going to do this probably again before um, the twelfth. There is a big Senate election in Alabama um, between Roy Moore, a pedophile, and Doug Jones, Democrat. Um, so just be aware of that race because that race possibly has the implications to. Uh, do some major stuff in the Senate because if Doug Jones, a Democrat, was elected, there would not uh, be a tax bill. Or no, there would, but it'd be a lot harder to pass. Uh, yeah, man, we did this. Yeah. Hey, you know, leave comments, all that. You know, hit us up on Twitter at Last King Henry. Let us know what y'all looking for. Need to hear. All that. Yeah, sponsors. You know, this was brought to you by nobody. So if you want to sponsor this <laughs> club, you know. Somebody, you know, nail shop, somebody, mixtape, you know, if you a DJ trying to find your way, you know, hit us up, you know, even if you just are like me and a part-time writer who doesn't really do much other than that. So, <laughs> yeah, man, so, Henry, you, you, go, you go cue us up a to-go beat or something? All right, y'all, we're going to be back. Hopefully, we can do this again before the end of the year. So, thanks for listening, man. Peace. Peace.